Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, yeah. So, 4th of July weekend. How was your 4th of July? I'm sorry, I got distracted for a moment and lost myself in the intro. Usually, I can rely on myself being so automatic for the intro and then I remember there was a thing I wanted to do here on the show today. And then that distracted you. Did I mention that we're gotcha. on Twitch? Did I do all that? You didn't do any of that. Wherever podcasts can be found in the audio yes. realm, plus we tape live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. And uh, go ahead and give us a thumbs up if you're watching us on the YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. How was your 4th of July? It was good. Stayed up too late. I'm tired today. I love there's no like, oh, it was great. The kids had a blast. Yeah, the kids Did had some a fireworks or firecrackers and stuff. Uh, relaying the information that, that, that <laughs> is, is relevant to what we're doing right here. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. I wanted to bring this up. This is what I was looking at on my phone as, as a favor to a good, good friend of ours, uh, Sandra. She's been a friend of ours for a very long time now. Whenever yes. we do like charity streams, she's always the first to plunk down like tons of money. She's really just an absolute treasure. And yes. uh, she is. She asked me to uh, give a little promotion for uh, a benefit show for a wrestler in her area uh, named uh, Amazing Junior, who is forced to retire apparently due to a broken neck. This is in the Southern California area. And uh, this show, that this benefit show, it's the Pro Wrestling Benefit Show for Amazing Junior, Friday, July 23rd at 8381 Catella Avenue, Sweet J in Stanton, California. Doors open at 7. There's going to be food, music, wrestling memorabilia raffles, and all the proceeds will be going to Amazing Junior. Referee Nick, uh, uh, Rick Knox is going to be there. Scorpio oh, wow. Sky will be in action. Very AEW's cool. own Scorpio Sky. Um, so, yeah, it's a wrestling benefit down there in SoCal. So, uh, so yeah, please check that out. Sandra asked me to see if I can give any promotion for it. I said, of course, absolutely anything for yes. you. So, uh, so yeah, uh, just wanted to get that out of the way. Uh, my 4th of July was awesome. Uh, spent it with the family, had some ribs, had some mac and cheese, and uh, and then yeah, came home and tried to comfort my dog. Gave her some some calming chewables that seemed to help a little bit. So that's good. That that's was fine. Good. My neighbors actually, it's surprisingly this year, my neighbors were actually not too obnoxious. Like last year, it was like two o'clock in the morning, bang 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 bang. 
this year they kind of they, they chilled out a little bit. So that was nice. It was late. It's about twelve thirty. There's still people around here that were lighting stuff off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it just wasn't as obnoxious this year. I think it was more like in the distance you can hear stuff, but ah, so it wasn't that bad. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, good stuff. Anyways, we've got uh, some wrestling news and then some questions we're going to answer. So Correct. why don't we get right into that, Larson? Sure. So, uh, of course, Zelina Vega made her surprise return to SmackDown this past Friday. And uh, Fightful Select, go subscribe to Fightful Select. And PW Insider has some details as to what brought her back or you know, how she made her way back to WWE. Uh, Fightful is reporting that quote there are several there were several influential names pushing for her to be brought back by the company while PW Insider is reporting that quote there were segments of the company who felt she uh, should have been retained and not released and quote eventually after a long period of back and forth conversations WB execs apologized to Vega and made her an offer to return Mm. PW Insider noted that Vega signed a new deal as recently as May, but then one source told them that it happened, quote, much sooner than that, but all sides opted to keep it quiet so they could strategize a return. Uh, as to whether Vega negotiated something in her deal that would allow her to stream on Twitch, Fightful states that their sources told them that, quote, they haven't heard of anyone working that uh, into new deals yet. Uh, so... One thing that I noticed was yesterday, I think, uh, her Twitch channel, which now has become sort of a home for uh, Tommy End, formerly known as mm-hmm. Alistair Black, to increase his KDR uh, on Call of Duty and uh, do some really great uh, sort of QA stuff with yes. uh, with his fans. Um, so I know that that channel has been used. For, I think yesterday they went live. I'm not mistaken for like a, uh, like to show do some firework stuff. I was trying to find her channel really quick because that was sort of a big deal at the time. You know, I was yes, like, oh, was she wanted it. Deal. She wanted to keep on streaming. And they're like, no, you can't keep streaming. So. Uh, so, yeah, um, it'll be interesting if if that's the case, if she's allowed to continue to do that. I don't know. Let yeah, me see. Here. Oh, OK, here we go. Uh, broadcast. OK, so this claims that the last broadcast was four days ago. So maybe they actually maybe they deleted um, yesterday's, but I swear they went live and they were just going to do some fireworks or something. I watched ah. it for like two seconds and it was like, it was, it was like footage of just somebody walking like outside in the dark. I was like, Oh, they're doing like an impromptu Blair witch type thing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so anyways, uh, it's, 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 this is, you know, of course when, when Tommy in Alistair got released, it's like shortly thereafter, there were reports that, uh, there were people within WB that, that thought that was a bad idea. That it was mm-hmm. too soon yeah. to give up from a creative perspective on him. Um, so it's interesting to, to see, you know. I, I don't, I don't know from what approach, uh, I, you know, whether it's Nick Khan or someone else who's really green lighting a lot of these releases. What approach is being taken in terms of all right? What's the criteria mm-hmm. that someone, you know, it has to meet in his eyes, their eyes, whomever, to stay versus go. You know, obviously, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of consultation. Maybe, yeah. You know, if it's simply a a a, a line item on a, on a on a on a spreadsheet where he's going through, I just don't know. Yeah, who knows? But you know, there, there seems to be you know, like when Joe got released, it seemed like Triple H like right away was like, no, we're gonna we're gonna work on getting you back. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So, and we've heard I think in a couple of instances where that's happened with people getting released NXT. You know, talk about trying to bring him back to NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just interesting. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the consultation is like between departments. Just don't know at all. Feels like. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one thing that WWE seemingly doesn't seem to be great at is just like internal communication. Um. So. Uh. So yeah. Uh. It is kind of funny though. She signed a deal as recently as May, according to PW Insider. Anyways. Uh. But uh, one source told them that it happened much sooner than all than that. But all sides opted to keep it quiet so they can strategize. I mean, that's still two months ago. Um, and they, they, they could strategize on a return. Her return was kind of an underwhelming event. I wonder if strategize just means, all right, we have her, let's figure it out. And then eventually on day of, they just sort of, Hey, we're going to just debut you now. We need, we have an empty slot. Let's, let's put you in there. We're doing, you want to get you in the, in the money, the bank. 
yeah. match, and so we're just going to say you're in the Money in the Bank match. Now. <laughs> right. You'd think that you know two months of strategizing would lead to some grand scheme, but they're just so old school over there. They don't do that stuff. I saw an yeah. interesting. I saw an interesting. This is such a tangent, and I apologize. I saw an interesting uh, Reddit thread the other day where somebody asked, you know, can you think of a, a huge moment in recent WWE history, relatively last decade? that didn't come as the result of a last-minute change. Like, Seth Rollins cashing in evidently happened day of, right? Yeah, yeah. Massive moment. Daniel Bryan winning at WrestleMania was originally supposed to be Batista, and then they changed it because of the fans, right? Yeah. And it's just kind of funny that all these great moments are basically because of the whims of a 75-year-old man, like which which has its pros and cons, but one of the pros of, of having those whims and doing things by your gut is these great moments that happen, you know, but it's at the cost of the build because the build is usually terrible. But anyways, that's yeah, the build is usually terrible. And usually, yeah. you know, unless the, the moment is so astronomically huge, if the build's not that good, the moment kind of doesn't feel as impactful as it could be with, with good build. I don't know. I'm thinking of doing a video for, for Russell juice. Cause like, I feel like every single big moment was because of that. And on the flip side, and this is not to like, you know, talk crap about AEW or anything, but with AEW, we can literally map out their world title scene mm-hmm. years in advance. I mean, we did that basically two years ago when they started. We're like, oh, yeah, so Jericho's probably going to have it first. And then, oh, Mox is there. Mox will have it next. And then Kenny will probably take it off Mox because they did a thing and Kenny's going to be a champion. You can sort of map out the entire thing. Whereas in yeah, WWE, yeah. you have these shock title changes. And sometimes it's actually really cool. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. Sometimes it just it, you're, you're scratching your head because you just don't understand why. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now... All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, Let's talk about a guy who could be a champion wherever he goes. But luckily for us on Thursdays, he's going to stick around. Moose could have gone straight to WWE's main roster. What? Uh, So, uh, of course, recent reports seem to indicate that Moose is staying in Impact, but I don't think they've announced anything officially, have they? Uh, Nor Impact Wrestling. I don't know if they would, because it's not like Impact ever announced that he was like... Oh, oh, Don Callis said, at least in storyline, that that Moose is... Yeah, that's a good point. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, considering that he's kind of one of the cornerstones of the entire promotion, you think? I wonder if they're going to kayfabe his 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 re up. Yeah, could be. I don't know. Could be. Anyways, so uh, according to Fightful Select, and as we always say, do go subscribe to Fightful Select. They're great. Uh, WWE was interested in bringing him in prior to his recent free agency. Fightful notes that quote: "There were there was hope that Moose could get signed and head straight to the main roster," but they add. The impact reached a deal with Moose before WB could even negotiate with them. So an official offer was never made. Uh, I mean, Moose, he, he's a great talent. Um, you see the lengths he has, he has gone to, to get better, mm-hmm. you know, in the ring. Um, his character works really, really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's a huge uh, signing for Impact to keep him around because he's going to be champ, I think, once he beats Kenny for that belt. For a pretty long time. That's kind of barring injury. That's kind of crazy. That WWE was like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna give this guy everything," and he's like, "No, I'm not even gonna listen. 
I'm staying with Impact. <laughs> I'm Mr. Impact. I mean, look, we've talked about this before. The benefits of being with Impact is that you tape once every three months, basically. <laughs> you know, like you do one week of tapings and then you just get to chill. This dude is in prime shape, by the way. Yeah. His, when he yeah. stood there at the top of the ramp this past week and they made a point, the TV direction was great. All this stuff was happening in the ring and they, they rack focus past the action to, to Moose. So you have this stuff happening in the foreground that's more prominent, but it's out of focus and Moose is back there and he's just jacked, right? He, is. he, he is. looks amazing these days. And, I mean, kudos to Impact for however they're finding this money because I mean, if WWE thought so highly of them that they were going to put them on main roster, that's that had to have been a, a decent paycheck in waiting oh, perhaps. Yeah. And for him not to, you know, for impact to, it. if this is true, that's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. I mean, it seems like impact put a lot of, a lot of faith and have a lot of confidence in them. Yeah. You know, um, the way they've built them up over the last year and two, you know, he's going to be their top guy for mm -hmm. a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, as you mentioned, he's in fantastic shape. You see what he's done. Like a guy, his size shouldn't be doing, you wouldn't think, you know, would be doing Spanish flies off the top. Oh, rope, you know, man, yeah. And the, the effort, the work he's put into, into, uh, you know, putting on good matches on a consistent basis, mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, I definitely see why impact want to keep him around. And if that means, you know, they gotta, they gotta, you know, break the bank a little bit, you gotta do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. Um, intra, I'd, I'd love for somebody to like interview him and get his thoughts on all that mm -hmm. stuff because he's never been. He, I don't think he's ever actually won Impact's top title. Like he, nope. he bought the TNA title off eBay or something, and he started carrying that around. But then he lost that to Rich Swan, mm -hmm. um, who lost it to Kenny. And yeah, we both think that Moose is going to be the guy to take it off of a uh, uh, off of Kenny. Um. Speaking of guys who could take that title off Kenny, uh, I'm assuming you saw the Vikingo, the El Hijo del Vikingo yeah. gif. How amazing yeah. was that? Was that how, how nuts is that move that he did? I did not in a million years. I was like, oh, he's going to do like a 630 off the top. It's going to be crazy. And then he jumped and he just and he just stayed in, in the air because he jumped onto the, the pipe that was there. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever yeah. it was. That was insane. If anybody hasn't seen it, so AAA had uh, an event this past weekend, mm -hmm. Veron uh, Escalando twenty twenty one or whatever it was. I probably butchered that name completely. Um could you what how what was it called? It was something like that. Okay. I thought you were looking it up. Um no. And there's this amazing gif of Vikingo. Uh, but apparently he was also, during the match itself, I couldn't find the fucking card anywhere. But apparently during the match itself, he was doing like Kenny Omega signature moves. Well, that's interesting. I think he's going to be the dude. I don't think it's it going to be. be Andrade. I think it's going to be him. Huh. That would be interesting. Yeah. That would be interesting. There was a bunch of wrestling this uh, this weekend. There was that yeah. GCW back uh, backyard wrestling show. Oh yeah, did you uh, you started watching the FMWE one, right? Uh, I was close, Verano de Escalando. Cool, oh, right on. Good. Look at me. Um, what FMWE? You watched some of that, didn't you? I didn't watch the main event, which seemingly, like from what I saw, was kind of the only thing that you really needed. It was just kind of honestly, like I watched it. I watched it a couple hours after it wrapped, and I don't know if they didn't have like a proper hard copy version of it that without the glitches because it was a kind of a glitchy mess mm. uh and I, maybe that got resolved i mean i saw all sorts of gifts it looked like some of those explosions look crazy as shit they were doing some nuts stuff um so i'm gonna check it out i bought the stream for fmwe mm. i mean the, the 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 mid card matches like the stuff leading up to the main event they were fine you know i did there was some weird direction as well um but you know it was it was whatever. I think the main thing was going to be the Onita match, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk about uh, this here real quick before we get to a raw preview and answer some questions. So of course Piper Niven has been great 
so far during her first two weeks on Raw. And according to PW Insider's Mike Johnson in the latest episode of the We Don't Need No Stinking Name show, Vince McMahon has been impressed by her work as well. These transcripts are from WrestleTalk. This is what Mike Johnson had to say, quote, we're going to see a lot of Eva Marie and Dewdrop because Vince apparently loves the end goal. I was told he's super impressed with Piper Niven so far. Vince McMahon apparently wasn't too keen on the storyline prior to beginning on television. After the first week, McMahon was sold and was very high on Dewdrop's character. The story I was told to me was, sorry, the story I was told to me was, he wasn't sold in the idea, but let's do it. Then after the first week where Piper stood up to her, he loved it. He loved the facial expressions. Obviously, I'm paraphrasing stories of multiple people. There's going to be a lot more storyline development with these characters in the weeks ahead. That's cool. That's, you know, that's good. Um, I like the story so far, too. Uh, Eva Marie is is a wonderful heel. Um, you know, you want to see her get her ass kicked. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I'm looking forward to this. It, it just feels like a very sort of old school, straight up story they're telling. Um, and it doesn't seem like they're... Uh, belaboring the point, you know, like the first week, basically there was like her being irritated, her basically standing up for herself mm-hmm. and the second week showing even Marie, Hey, I don't need you. Um, I'm kind of curious. I, I'm legitimately interested to see how this is going to play out tonight. Same, same. Yeah. I, I appreciate the fact that they're, they have a story and they're not kind of, they're not spinning the wheels and telling it, mm-hmm. which is yeah. rarity. Yeah. You know, I kind of just getting right to it. And I appreciate that. Speaking of raw, we have a Raw tonight. This is what's set to be on the show, according to WB.com. First up here, the New Day is set to square off against WWE champion Bobby Lashley and MVP. Ooh, first time MVP has wrestled in like six months, I think. Six months, I think. Yeah, said, since yeah. he had that uh, that knee injury. Knee injury. Yeah. Uh, also, The Miz to host Money in the Bank edition of Miz TV on Raw. Uh Ricochet and Morrison, they're both in Money in the Bank. Tell me you saw that Morrison promo. I saw the very beginning of it. Holy crap. This was like a two-minute long promo. Two and a half minutes, I think. All one take. He starts, and the water is relatively still when it starts, too. Like, you can see a couple ripples where they start recording, and he dumps down under the water. He probably holds his breath for, I don't know, 30 seconds or so, 15 seconds to let the ripple subside. Yeah. And he gets out of this, is dropping this absolute poetry, rhyming, moist, drip, wet, all those great, you know, Johnny drip, drip phrases, talking shit about Ricochet. They got a rematch on Raw, which, by the way, is going to be a killer match. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, (laughs) and then he concludes. So you you say you didn't watch the finish of it? No, he concludes there's like a small. So it's like it, it, basically this the small lake that he's at comes out of it and he's walking up on the land or whatever. And he gets to the point. There's this tree and there's like a little tiny platform of like, I don't know, wood or something that's sort of in the ground. And you think that he's going to do the bottle flip trick. Instead, he throws the bottle up and then he does like a jumping spinning heel kick. And blast the bottle. All in one take. That's pretty crazy. It was insane. That's pretty crazy. And I'm like, if I'm Vince McMahon, I'm like, get a camp. Either just air this damn thing on Raw tonight. Because it'll be one of the more exciting things that happens. Yeah. Or say, listen, next time you do this, can you give me a heads up and we'll send a camera crew to you? Mm-hmm. So it's not just like on Frankie Monet's iPhone. Mm-hmm. It still looks fine. It might be a yeah, GoPro yeah, yeah. now that I think about it. Yeah. Um, it still looks fine. But if you get like a TV camera, like a TV TV camera there. Oh, man. Who would yeah. want to see this shit on Raw? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was crazy good. That match, this match is going to be. It's gonna be I, I, I'll be honest with you. I hope they do something else crazy to warrant a double count out. So that next week we get another one. Yeah. And they go home. And do something else with Why the crazy, not? Uh, finish yeah. another double count in. Why not? And they have a crazy moment at Money in the Bank to take take each other out. Mm, yeah, exactly. Afterwards. Anyways, the yeah. uh, last segment announced Charlotte Flair set to provide medical update on Raw because Rhea Ripley chop blocked her last week. Oh, yeah. 
And then I think, yeah, the, I think, uh, was it Sean Ross Sapp? Somebody said that WWE sort of walked back the idea that she might actually be. They didn't want people to think this was too serious. Yeah. So they tweeted something. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I remember it was, but yeah, I saw that too. You want to answer some questions? Yeah, let's go ahead and answer some All questions. Right. Uh, Mr. Triple Mania, Juan Guerrero Jr. says, thinking back to the days of WCW. WCW. Who should have actually been the first person to break Goldberg's streak instead of Kevin Nash? Oh, man. It should have been, honestly, it should have been like, you know. Chris Jericho. Yeah. Like a young, something like that. Like, were you building some somebody up for the future to do that? But his streak should have lasted ages. I mean, yeah, it, Sid actually, Sid should have been the one to beat him. No, that's a terrible answer, actually. Good answer. Um, Correct answer. It needed we'll to be you know. something. <laughs> Bret Hart with the plate under his uh, yeah. shirt. Yeah. DDP? Yeah, I don't know about that one. It's not really a future star. He was like 38 years old at the time. Um, yeah. Benoit, Jericho. Eddie. 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 Maybe even Ray. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those dudes. Uh, Perry Saturn. Okay. Lodi. Lodi? Raven. Lodi. Raven beat him. Raven. Billy Kidman. He was kind of a charisma vacuum. He was great when he was his character was charisma vacuum. He was he was like basically a like a crust punk. Mm-hmm. Um that was sort of, you know, his best character work. Dog's barking back there. There's something that. going on back there. Uh Rick Sparks says Vince is apparently high on the Eva <clears throat> uh, Piper Niven storyline. Which storylines do you think he is also high on? Which storyline is he low on to the point that one bad state could get it trash for good? Uh, uh, for some reason, I can't get. I I know he loves the King Nakamura stuff. He has to love the Corbin stuff. Yeah, I think, I think so. he loves that. Um, what other storylines are going on right now? I'm trying to think of something on Raw. He's he loves the Riddle Orton stuff. I guarantee that Riddle's yeah. probably going to win that briefcase. By the way, um. I'm sure. I'm sure he loves that. I'm sure he loves the Kofi, Bobby Lashley stuff. Like all the major stories right now going on, I think he's probably into. I'm trying to think of some of the. What do you think? Oh, he, how does he feel it, about Nikki Cross? I think he's into that. I think the one that he might not be into is the Dana, Mandy, Tamina, uh, Natalia one, where they're just interrupting each other for. Some so reason. he's just like us. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, is that even? Yeah, he's got to be sitting there thinking, "This isn't even a story." <laughs> none of them, none of it makes sense. Oh yeah, he probably hate you. What do you think? Well, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte. That's a, a, a. I guarantee he doesn't like it. You know why? Because Charlotte's about to win, and Nikki Cross is going to cash in on her. Nikki Cross is going to win that title, that Money in the Bank briefcase thing. That I'm less confident about. Oh, maybe Alexa Bliss. Can we get rid of that fucking puppet? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Sando says the Cedric shit. That could be, yeah, Cedric. It could because he's like never really featured. You know, mm-hmm. it's like if 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 he was high on the Cedric stuff, he'd be in Money in the Bank. He'd at least get a win over Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jason Lewis, WWE gives you both permission to use their talent in the 4th of July parade. Who mm. is the Grand Marshal? Who tosses candy to the kids? And who leads the marching band? And who scoops the animal poop? There's a guy to scoop the animal poop? Uh, <laughs> usually the horses just have that little thing behind their, their butts. If there's anything to collect the poo, then the poo just falls in there. Who is the Grand Marshal of our 4th of July parade? Well, it's the head of the table. <laughs> okay. Then Jay and Jimmy toss candy to the kids. There you go. Who leads the marching band? Paul Heyman. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
And who scoops the animal poop? I mean, the way things are going for him now, it's probably Baron. <laughs> yes, it's Baron Corbin. It's what he has to do to make some money because apparently, according to him, he's broke now. Mm-hmm, correct. Uh, Jameson the the Souza, after seeing Cody's Deep Space Nine podcast, I want to see him in an I Quit match with Worf. Oh, wow. How could how could Cody believably book himself to win? Because you know he will. Now let me ask you this: When Worf broke his back in that one episode, yeah. Was there any underlying issues you had with his back, or is it just like good as new? Oh, that stuff was so that stuff was so old school TV writer. It was like they just did the night. It was status quo. It was status okay. quo. It was rare. Like the only person they ever really followed up with on stuff was Picard and Data. Like mm-hmm. Picard did the Borg stuff, and then like a couple episodes later, he had to like figure out the PTSD stuff. So he got drunk with his brother. Data was always like they would always reference shit with Data. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. With Worf, no, his back was good as new because I think they like made a new back or something. That's um, yeah, that's a good reference though. Uh, yeah, maybe he would target the bad back, or maybe he would uh, he would recruit to mental to play mental games with him. He would recruit his son Alexander to oh, the Nightmare Family. There you go. That's what it would be. You know. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Anthony Tobias, today starts my week vacation, and I'm taking my family to the coast. Which wrestlers would make good lifeguards, excluding Brock, because we know he can F5 a shark? Is that is that a good, like, is that a thing for, like, new lifeguards? Like, can you, you know, during the interview process, can you F5 a shark? Yes, you're in. Hired. Hired. How, how, are you a good swimmer? <laughs> eh. Can you F5 a shark? Absolutely. Hired. Hired. Hired, you're in. Um, go get in the water. There's a kid drowning. Um, who's good swimmers in WE or A I don't know that I've seen anybody swim. No, I don't think so. Oh, Diehard like a- Die Homer says Fisherman. Wardlow Maybe looks like he oh, could have. Wardlow no, be looks John like Morrison. he could have been on. John Morrison. Oh yeah, of course. He can. He comes from the sea. Apparently, John Morrison yeah. is fisherman. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. Uh, Brody Lee fan. With WWE feeling more of a chore to watch, mm. according to Brody Lee fan, I feel like I need to rekindle the love I had for wrestling when I first started watching. Mm-hmm. What are some classic matches, pay per views, or shows of other promotions that are perhaps little known and must see? You know, if, if WWE is feeling a chore for people to watch, just pick one thing and watch it, you know? Like, I know they, I understand they have eight hours of weekly programming, eight plus, but like, you don't have to watch it all. You don't have to be a completionist, you know? Just watch by and large, SmackDown. Or the stories that exist on Raw don't exist on SmackDown and vice versa. So if you're into the stories on SmackDown and not the stories on Raw, just watch SmackDown. SmackDown's kind of their A show anyways. Yeah. Just watch SmackDown. That's where the good stuff is. I mean, you had yep. that last man standing match, which was amazing this week. You have yep. Roman Reigns there. That's a compelling story. Um, Becky's probably going to land on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. You got Bianca as a champion. Bailey's there. Sasha's there. Mm-hmm. Just watch SmackDown. Yeah, SmackDown's a good show. Uh, the Wild Dude. So with the current story that Vitz... Uh, we really didn't. Like, sorry, I apologize. Hold on a second. I have to cut you off. We didn't answer the question. What are some oh, classic yeah. matches, pay per views, or shows of watch, other promotions? Uh, watch uh, in your house mind games for Shawn Michaels versus Mankind. That's good. The title. That's a spectacular match. Watch the video I did for Wrestle Juice where I make AEW stars old. That'll get you back into wrestling. I made Sting smile as well. It's pretty damn funny. I yeah, was shocked I that still- their I was shocked that their program could recognize Sting's face. Because, like, it made him old with a big gray beard, too. <laughs> it was pretty funny. What, but, the face paint still on? Yeah, it's crazy. It's funny. Yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, the Wild Dude, so with the current story that Vince really likes Piper, who do you think from the rumored NXT call-ups will Vince at least initially like? Shotzi. Yeah, yeah I think Shotzi. I think he's going to really like Karrion Cross at least initially. I don't think he will. I, I, think, that, I think that initially he's going to be like, oh, man, look at this guy. Plus, he's NXT. He's probably a great work rate guy. And then he sees one match. He's like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? He's got two left feet. <laughs> Why does this guy look so confused in the ring? 
Medicon, not raw related, but the way is the best, even to small details. Mm. Like how John has his thing with Regal's pencils, just magnificent chef's kiss. Hope you had a great fourth. Thank you. Oh man, the way is the best thing in wrestling right now. They're terrific. They're really good. They're terrific. Yeah, he'll like Bronson Reed. He'll love Bronson Reed. Yeah. Um, he'll uh he'll enjoy uh and he'll think Scarlet's a million bucks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as soon as Cross uh, gets in that ring, what the hell? What are you doing down there, Hook. Triple H? Nicholas Hook with Great American Bash on tomorrow. Power rank. What you are most excited to see on the card? We're gonna do, we're gonna have to do predictions for that, aren't we? Are you putting the belt up? What's going on? Great American Bash? Yeah, that's tomorrow. Um, I don't have the belt. So I can't really put it up if I don't have it. I mean, they didn't stop you the first time you, you said someone stole it. Well, here's the thing. If this was if it was like an AEW, like I'll put up the AEW title for like their special event. But the w, but like there's like a ton. Here's here's the thing. Like there's a lot of WWE events. Like takeovers and pay-per-views. You're talking like what, 12, 16, 17 events a year you have? You just said last week that you're a fighting champ. You're going to put the belt up all the time. And if you want to do it for every themed AEW show, that's every episode this month. No, I didn't say every one. I said one of them. Oh. The, the, the Fighter Fest one. Is that a one-week well, there's deal? There's two nights. There's two there's nights. two nights. What else Fest. do they have? They've got Road Rager, Fight Fighter Fest, Fight for the Fallen. There you go. We'll do Fight for the Fallen for AEW. I think that's fair. I mean, really, there's one, there is one match. There's one match that is going to come down to with NXT that yeah. we would, that, that you could have a chance with. And yeah, that's the tag, the, the tag title match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hugh Long heavy with AEW back on the road. What do you think is going to happen to Dark? Do they split up the taping, shorten the shows? Does elevation still happen? I think Tony Khan talked about it. And I think the idea is yes, they're going to be shorter shows. That was my understanding. I mean, I legitimately don't have the title, though. I mean, it's, it's not even just a story. Yeah, I know. The Enforcer has it. He doesn't have it. He said he sent it off already. This Tom guy, talks rubbish. This stop. Stop. <laughs> uh, similar to Vince McMahon having a hang-up for big, sweaty men. What do you mm. think Tony Khan and Triple H's hang-ups will be in 20 or 30 years? I think they just like good wrestlers. It's not about a specific body type. They like people who are good workers. Come on, man. Give it, it, it hang ups. There's going to be some, when you're old, you just get, get, after 30 years of doing this, Tony Khan's going to have some weird thing, some weird, you know, predilection for. I mean, right now it's like he's got a thing for, you know, WCW guys. He's going to have, he's going to, like, 30 years from now, he's going to be like, oh, let me bring in some. He's going to start bringing in like old celebrity hosts from the, the raw 2010 years. Oh, okay. He's going to be like, Kutcher. oh, let's bring in. How much does Ashton Kutcher want? Nine days. Yeah. Six figures. Well, if he's in the WCW, how come he hasn't brought in Sid yet? That's a great question. Somebody needs to ask him that. Has there been, uh, It's uh, it, maybe it's because there's like a lot of softball being played these days. That could be. Uh, Dalen Dula, you've just woken up in 2001. You have no idea how to return to your timeline, and no one uh, here remembers you to mm. make ends meet while you figure this out. You take a job at Singular Wireless in a nearby mall. Mm-hmm. What pro wrestler do you attempt to sell a brand new Nokia 3310? Uh, wow, geez. Was this 2001? It'd be like, uh, you know, check out this phone. This is what it does. You're like, does this thing get on the internet? They're like, what? No, of course not. What is it? Does it take pictures? Barely. If you can, if you want to call this a picture. Mm-hmm. The thirty-three ten is the brick, right? Uh, maybe. Uh, what pro wrestlers? I mean, any of them, any of the low, like, because the the thing about the brick is that everybody had one. So really, like, you want to try to sell. I don't even know what the fanciest phone they had back then. Was it a black? Did they even have Blackberries back then? In 2001? I don't know. So the Nokia 3310 isn't the brick. It's, oh, that was a Motorola. About, Motorola was the brick. It was about, 3310 was about that large. Okay. Did it look fancier than the like Motorola brick? Yeah. 
Okay, so yeah, high-end guys. Okay, 2001, you're talking main eventers. In 2001, you're talking like Triple H, uh, Austin Rock, Foley, all those guys, yeah. I checked to see if this individual was actually wrestling in 2001. He wasn't. Didn't make his debut to 2003, but according to Lucha Underground, uh, he has some time travel powers. Aerostar, yeah. Aerostar. Okay. Unfortunately, he wasn't wrestling 2001. Can't answer him. Oh, wow, yeah. Because then if he has time travel powers, he can maybe help me get back home to my yeah. the correct time period, you know? What would you invest in? It'd be what, 2001? Yeah, it'd be Netflix, right? Netflix and, and Google, of course. Google. 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 Let's see here. Nicholas Hook. Oh, never mind. He, we didn't even answer this one. He started badgering me about my title. Uh, so with Great American Bash on the, uh, on the card, Power Rank, what are you most excited to see on the card? Oh, uh, 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 John Gargando's face off with Karrion Cross to see how, how far he's going to go with insulting Karrion Cross's <laughs> wrestling ability. Yeah. He's going to be like, your footwork is terrible. Why do you look confused in the ring? <laughs> There's some good matches on the card. Vince watched you wrestle and he told me that you suck. <gasps> Damn. Damn. Dang. Fear and loathing. Kevin Nash on Broken Skull Session is over under 50 times to hear the words territory and shoot. God, I hope they drink wine. I hope they just talk about Uber facts. Yeah, right. Yeah. Be... Still one of the best episodes of Stone Cold's Great. podcast. Did Diesel and. Uh, no, I guess he was. Uh, they never crossed paths until 2002, huh? Or 2003, whenever when they were brought in. When Stone Cold make his way back to WWE, WWE. 96. 96. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Nash was still there until early 96. Early 96, though. When yeah. was when was uh, Austin there? Let me look. Probably early 96, wasn't it? But there were completely different sides of the card. They were, but then also, I'm sure they, they maybe knew of each other in WCW before WWE. Oh, I was just talking about, like, did they ever wrestle back then? Oh, no. So... Austin joined, according to Wikipedia, Austin joined WWF after Kevin Nash and Jim Ross helped convince Vince McMahon to hire him in late 1995. Oh, okay, there you go. All right. I figured they knew each other. I just didn't figure. I was like, yeah. did they ever wrestle? Like, did the ringmaster yeah, I mean, and Diesel have, ever mix it up? No, I don't think so. Did the Hollywood Blondes and Oz ever have an encounter? It's entirely possible. That's a possibility right there. It's a possibility. Uh, Nick, with this Friday being the last Thunderdome for SmackDown, power rank five ways on how SmackDown could say goodbye to the Dome. Explosions. Blow mm -hmm. it up. I still say you have uh, – who's Roman? Edge. So, the you know, you, Roman has the – the, not TNT, the Acme explosive, explosive, yeah, yeah, explosives yeah, 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 trigger yeah. thing. What do you call that? I don't remember. It's a box with the handle that you push the handle down. It <laughs> exactly the what TNT. it is. What is yes, that thing? The ignition. The dynamite. The ignition. Isn't it the ignition? Yeah, the igniter? Something like that. Oh, man. Oh. There, goes my, there goes my feed. There we go. I got a new Elgato cam link on the way, by the way. Oh, cool. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see here. Wolverine says, Who in any wrestling promotion would surprise you by turning heel out of nowhere in the coming months? It'd be Hangman Page. It'd be really confusing. That That'd be, be an interesting wrinkle, though, if he's like so freaked out about facing Jericho that he turns on the Dark Order. I'm sorry, Jericho. Uh, Omega. Omega. Yeah. Any member of the New Day. Detonator. Thank happen. you. Detonator. Detonator. That's what it is. Yes. Uh, NJWP. What's your favorite new version of a wrestler when they have moved promotions? For example, do you like Cameron Grimes or Trevor Lee better? Favorite new version of a wrestler when they have moved promotions? Oh, it's Miro. <sighs> yeah. I like that. I mean, Miro is basically just Rusev Unleashed. So I appreciate that. Cameron Grimes now is not better than Cameron Grimes when he first came in. But Cameron Grimes when he first came in. Like, Cameron Grimes as a heel, to me, was a great version, a better version of Trevor Lee, who is already great. Um, I like rich heel Cameron Grimes. I think he's great. I'm not a huge fan of babyface Cameron Grimes. He doesn't seem like he knows how to be a babyface. Mm -mm. So oh, good, that's but, a, uh, Wait, go ahead. Mox. 
Andy Jocelyn says Mox. That's a great, great example. Uh, Lord Ziffer, aside from Seth versus Edge, do you guys foresee any other non-title matches happening at SummerSlam? If so, what do you think those matches would be? Becky versus Bailey. Mm. Be shocked if that happens. Any other non-title matches? Yeah, Drew versus probably Jinder. I think Jinder's going to somehow screw Drew out of money in yeah, the that's bank. That's possible. Uh, Shane's birthday tweet should NXT and AEW do touring but have home bases in Florida. Yes. I think there's something to be said for that. Yeah, I think they should both do that. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not I'm not a huge fan. I understand like the sentimental aspect of it. And I think there is something to be said for, hey, let's let's be at a home base for two or three months so that our wrestlers can get the kind of rest that we really need them to have. Um, and then we do touring for a couple months. Uh, that being said, I'm not a fan of like Daly's place, the way they film it. There's too mm. many shots. Like their main, their hard cam or not hard cam, but their a cam has that like just wall of just like nothing. And then you can see fans like halfway up. Yeah. 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 I'm not a fan of that whatsoever. Uh, Anthony J should Baron Corbin go to NXT and ask Cameron Grimes for a loan. Yes. That'd be awesome. Uh, Brett Harrington, would Hogan be as big a star today as he was in the 80s? Um, no. Nope. No. I don't know. It's it's such a weird it's such a weird concept because I don't know. I, I mean I He's such a product of the 80s. Yes. Yes. I don't know what he would be like if he grew up 40 years later, you know? Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know either. I just don't know what that as a human being what he would be same with Randy Savage. I don't know. I mean, there were so they were they were so like they were very cartoon characters, you know? Mm-hmm. What you gonna do, bro? I mean, you look at his face, at Hogan's face, and it's all bloated and weird. Why are you gonna have those big eyes bulging? Out? What are you gonna do, brother? <laughs> I don't, nobody, nobody's like that these days, yeah, and I don't like know what that is. I mean, obviously he's admitted, and we all know he dudes on steroids back then. So if you take that out of the equation, he's kind of a different human being. And you saw that at like WrestleMania Nine, where he literally looked like a completely different human being. Yes. Um. I don't know. I, I mean, he's a big dude. He's like six six or whatever. And Vince, okay, I think I think he was like they build him at six eight. Yeah, he's like a and so like Vince like and he's and he was actually a really good wrestler. You could see good wrestling matches of his in Japan. So maybe he'd still be a big star. He's a big guy. Yeah, and he's a savvy guy. He knew how to politic, and that's a, an important thing in pro wrestling. I think, yeah, he'd probably be a big star still. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Tyler Adcox, who in WD would you want to see in a hair versus mask match? Who would win? It'd be, it'd be kind of fun rather than doing the eye for the and I thing if they had done a hair versus mask thing between Ray and Seth. Andrade and Ray. That should have that should have been hair versus mask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gareth, if professional wrestling was featured at the Summer Olympics, which country currently has the advantage? Which country is the underdog? Professional wrestling was featured at the Summer Olympics. Which country currently has the advantage? Man, which country? Okay, I'm gonna say England is the underdog. I was gonna say that too, because their dudes are smaller, mm-hmm. and they don't have Drew McIntyre, who's from Scotland. They don't have Sheamus, who's from Ireland. Well, they could. Mm-hmm. They could. I mean, they could. Well, I mean, if, I guess if you're saying just going England, by I country, guess. if you're going by yeah, country, Sorry. then they don't Sorry. have those guys. True, true. Who's the biggest guy that England has? Shaw Samuels. 
<laughs> Why is it that's what I thought too? <laughs> that's exactly the name that I thought as well. Um, Eddie Dennis. Eddie, oh, he's from yeah, Wales. He's the yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, England. England is the underdog because they got a bunch of undersized guys. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, how do you not say? America has the advantage. To me, it's 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 one of two plays. It's got to be either America or it's Japan has the advantage. Um, I mean, okay, isn't Okada super tall? Yeah, he's like he's six a, three. He's a big dude, like, right? Yeah. Um, so dude. they have guys that can compete on every level. So I'd say mm-hmm. like either Japan or uh, or America. Mm-hmm. I mean, wait, hold on a second. America. Well, we have Roman. We got Bobby. Yeah. Those yeah. are big dudes. Yeah. But again, we don't have Drew. We don't have Sheamus. We've got Riddle. No. We've got Orton. Yeah. Braun. Oh, Braun. Yeah. Brock. Mm-hmm. Do we have Brock? Brock's from here. Yeah. He's from like Montana or something, right? He's from South He's from South Dakota, I think. Oh, South Dakota. Okay. He just he lives stays in Canada. in Canada. Yeah. He lives in Canada, but yeah. he's from South Dakota, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I got one last question here from Andy Jocelyn. Do you guys have any dream mat chats? Andy says, love to see uh, Andrew from Cultaholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mojo. Uh, Mojo, the wrestler formerly known as Mojo Rawlings. Mm-hmm, yeah. And Drama King Matt. That'd any cool. dream mat chats? Yeah, simple. It's us versus... Everrise, formerly known as Everrise, so 3.0, I guess they'd probably go by that again. Um, Wait, are you uh, talking Quizzlemania or are you talking Matt Chat? Oh, oh, I thought we were talking about Quizzlemania. No. Um, Matt Chat? Yeah, well, yeah, it'd be Pachiti. Yeah. It'd be Pachiti. Because I could directly ask him about Number Jacks and why he's so on the wrong side of history with Number Jacks. I mean, he's like, he, he says he, you know what that is. It's a quick Google search. All he has to do is research it. Jeez. It's a busy man, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't tell you. Don't tell you. Uh, okay, so wait a second. No, Jimmy Thomas is in the Olympics. They are the UK. So Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland are in, really? Oh, all right. All right, man. Well, there you go. They, then they would have Drew and Seamus. thought Scottish was all about Scottish independent. Might be a hot topic issue there. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that's going to do it for us before we get into yeah. an international incident. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.